0: Well, good morning, friend, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. I'll tell you, I'm not even sure why it is my father's using me to tell me to get on these messages, because I'll tell you what, I'm about the most imperfect person you just ever meet, well... (laughs) uh, this morning. I already started one of these episodes and the dogs went to bark and it was in the bedroom with me here. She sits on that bed where she just got to ranting and raving. And so I tried to let, let her out, but she just went outside the door and stood out there and barked and well decided so to erase the episode because there was just so much racket going on with it. And you wouldn't have been able to hear a thing, I don't think. Well, it's funny that I get upset with that dog like it's supposed to know what it is that it's doing is ruining my episode, right? <laughs> That's the kind of the funny thing about it. That's why I say I say to the I say to the Lord that I just don't get it you know i I am just not the person I don't have this temperament of easygoing. it just never has been, even though I've been all along. I just see my own faults. They're just so terrible that, well, I just see them all over the place. They glare everywhere. That's what he keeps telling me. He says, well, he says that that's the point. Is that And the other point he pointed out to me was that, well, I can't be mad at anybody because if I'm mad at anybody, I'm mad at him, see? And if I get mad at him, well, then I get mad at me. Well, welcome to the kingdom, as I said, within. And this is where I tell you I don't expect you to believe a word I say because I'll just talk about things that really just aren't going to necessarily have any meaning to other people because, well, we all interpret what Jesus said different, and I'm sure not expecting you to believe a word I say of what it is that my father's interpreted for me because, well, the truth of the matter is. Here's the dilemma. Jesus told you that you could receive this Holy Spirit and it'll tell you even more than what he told you. So if you believe you can't know anything except what's in that book and you have to rearrange that book, well, then you didn't hear what Jesus said. So, yes, some of my truth is going to be difficult because, well, it just is. And other parts isn't because it's really simple. I mean, it's just not, this is just about the most simple thing ever, even though it's as complicated as it can be. This kingdom thing is not an easy task, yet it's easy all the while, see, because when I got upset this morning, I started getting resentful over this or that and started thinking about those thoughts. You know what the Holy Spirit showed me? The Holy Spirit said, if your will is my will, well, then they're not doing anything to you, they're doing it to me. Because they're doing it to me, it should be me getting upset. So why are you getting upset over nothing? And that's the way this Holy Spirit talks to me. Sometimes it just has to tell me that it is what it is and makes me realize that I am just nothing, friend. If I'm trying to do my will, well, then I'm not doing his will. But if I'm trying to do his will, then it doesn't matter whether everything's going right or wrong, friend, because, well, the truth of the matter is I don't know what his will is except for when it just shows up in my life. So I have to assume that, well, even when the dog barks and drives me nuts, that that's his will. (laughs) How else am I supposed to put that, friend? I mean, this is just that simple. The simplicity is that I either am going to choose that I'm going to follow this path of love and forgiveness, which is what Jesus spoke of. So it means I got to forgive everybody for everything, no matter what, including the dog. So that's just the way this is. It's quite the challenging thing. It takes all my self-righteousness and throws it right out the window, So, which is exactly what I need, friend, because I'll tell you what, the moment I think I'm something, I just become nothing yet to be nothing you still have to be something so what I just want to be is whatever it is my father wants for me and I just ask him to just keep giving me this holy spirit to give me the right judgment so that I know what the truth of love and the love of truth is because well that's what matters to me in my life now since my father is and he must be, well, then I should be for him because he's been for me all this while. I've said that different times throughout this thing. My father just is. He said that. He said, I am that I am. And I tell you, I am that I am. Well, you are that you are, and you are whatever it is you choose to be. Thing is, we get hung up in this world thinking that we're supposed to be what other people want us to be. And well, that was just never the truth. That was the truth about the lie and the lie about the truth, friend. That was a lot of stuff that had nothing to do with anything except for what it is it had to do with. And that's your hang-up. The hang-up becomes we quite often are blaming everyone else for what's going on in our lives. But the truth of the matter is the only person that can change what's going on in our lives is us. And there's no one really responsible for the decisions we make or the thoughts we have other than us, because we're the ones who choose. them. Now, friend, if this isn't true for you, it's because you don't have another thought to get, which means you don't know Jesus, because see, Jesus told you, be glad I go to the Father. Because I go to the Father, the Holy Spirit's going to come to you. Because this Holy Spirit comes to you, you have a new thought, So understand that this Holy Spirit is a holy thought, which means it's the thought of love, the thought of my Father, the thought of forgiveness, the thought of non-judgment. That's what this thought is, friend. And I'm telling you, it'll bring you the kingdom. Because even when I get away from that kingdom like I did for a minute this morning, poof, I'm right back in it again. Not because I'm something, but because I am nothing, friend. Because I recognize that my Father is everything, and because He is everything, I am nothing. And if I don't take credit for one thing, I don't have to take credit for the other, friend. That's what Jesus taught me. Jesus taught me that, well, He said that in a hundred different parables, see, and So, if I don't take credit for the good, then I don't take credit for the bad. I don't have to take credit for either, nor do I have to do anything except what it is my father shows me he needs me to do, because that's what I've got left in my life. I don't know how to explain that to people because it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to anybody but to me because, well, the relationship is between me and my father. And Jesus told you that you come to this place, you get here. You get to that place where you have to make a choice. If you really believed in Jesus, well, then you're going to have to start believing what he said. And if you start believing in everything he said, it becomes a contradiction, friend. It becomes a dilemma in your life because, well, he said that a world was just full of it. and He was right. And that world just requires that we judge each other something terrible. I'm just tired of judging you as more or less and One is one and one is the other, friend. That just doesn't bring me any peace, see? What brings me peace is that you are a child of God. I'm a child of God. They are a child of God. And therefore, there's nothing but children of God serving their Father, except when they're not. But the truth of the matter is, they're not serving their Father because they just don't know that they should be or how much joy is in serving their Father. Because I'll tell you, friend. I love being a servant servant now that I've come to understand what it was that he was talking about. And friend, I am of the nature of selfishness, just like everyone else. I was born of this world, friend. Jesus told those Pharisees in that temple the day they wanted to kill him. Well, one of the days, you know how that goes. He had a way of saying things to make people upset. And I imagine I sometimes do, too. Well, here's the truth. To be born of this world, to be born of evil is to be born of selfishness. So if we're more selfish than we are of love and forgiveness and of non-judgment, then friend, we're still evil. We still can't go to my father's kingdom, not even in our death. Because my father's kingdom, see, is a place of peace and of love and of joy. But The problem is free will will never be taken. There must be a choice. He doesn't want slaves. Slaves means you have to do something against your will, and you'll never, never serve my father against your will. That's just not his nature. He wants you to do it for the reason that you do. And that's the experience of this world. This world is to come to know love by experience. And... When you decide that's your purpose, it becomes his. And because it's his, it will become yours. But the thing is, we have to choose it. We have to choose that purpose in order to fulfill it. And each of us are going to do it different ways. Some people are going to feed the hungry. Some are going to clothe the naked. Some are really good at um, art or instruments. And not only do they get the joy of giving that gift to other people in the way of using it, but then they can also teach other people this gift and teach people this joy and love and then give God all the credit, see? It's not just about what it is we're doing. It's about what we're doing while we're doing it. It's about what we're being. And it's about giving our father credit because that's what he really wants. And that's the joyous thing about this is, and I know you can't give God credit everywhere you go, every word. You got to pretend as though that you, well, you're of the world. Sometimes I get it. I do the same thing, even though I hate doing it. But the truth of the matter is there's just nothing to it except what there is to it. And well, not too many people don't know the truth anymore. And that is that I talk to this thing called the Holy Spirit. And that's why they call me a voice here. And, I'm good with that because I love having this voice that wakes me up in the morning and reminds me that I'm nothing. Because I'll tell you what, friend, this morning when that dog was barking, I started having these thoughts of self-righteousness, and I just don't want those anymore. So I am so glad that I have this Holy Spirit that will remind me that I'm nothing even though I'm everything to my father. See, that's the key. The key is that the less I am, the more I can be for him, and the more I have to be for me, the less I can be for him, and that only works if you're looking for the kingdom. If you're looking for the world, friend, you can't be more for him. You have to be more for you, because to be more for you is to know who you are, friend, but I know who I am, and I know who my father is, and therefore, I'm really nothing, and he is everything, and I first had to come to understand that I really didn't want to be anything other than what it is I am. And that is in him. But the price is behind, the path is narrow, these things. He told us about that, this kingdom, the more of it you get, the less of the world you want. Before you know it, to have one, you have to let go of the other. Well, I've still got both, and I've gotten either. How does that work? Well, it just does. Because, well, I don't really have much in this world anymore. I'm I'm still living in a house and still have a car and some clothes in my closet. (laughs) I have to laugh. I have more than one tunic, though. Of course, I don't have tunics. I have shirts and pants, right? And socks and underwear. But... I have more than one set, so I guess that makes me out of compliance. (laughs) But in this world, I think if I went to work wearing the same clothes every day, people would start questioning me, wouldn't they? So I keep a couple sets to make sure that I look like I, well, kind of sort of fit in, even though I don't necessarily fit into this old world anymore. That's the thing about this kingdom. I just love this kingdom. I just love this non-judgment that I've found. This fact that my father's everything and that I don't have to judge anybody anymore because, well, nobody's guilty, even though we're guilty all the while. And that's a beautiful thing, friend, because I'll tell you what, my pain was in my judgment. That was where my suffering was at. Every time I saw one of you as more, I had to see me as less. And if I saw me as more, then I had to see you as less. And well. Just doesn't matter whether I'm more or less than someone else. It's just always causing me suffering. So this judgment thing, well, it just is ridiculous and it's just painful. But we don't have to choose that anymore, friend. Jesus said we could choose not to make those choices. And I'm telling you, this is a particular time in history that might be a good time to start thinking about that kingdom because He told you you could get it while the light was strong, but. When the light's gone, you won't be able to get that kingdom. And, well, he told you to be forever watchful, friend. It's funny, when I got on here earlier, I was on a completely different topic until that dog got to barking. And, well, I just never got back to that topic now that I came back in here. Because I went outside and talked to my father and needed the Holy Spirit to kind of put me back in my place. Because that's just the way this works. Like I said, I just don't even know why it is I get on here. I'm just so unworthy, yet my father says, I'm worthy all the while, just like you. That's the problem. There's not one of us that my father just doesn't love with everything. There's not one of his children that he will not forgive every debt. But you can't expect others to forgive you your debts. That's for my father to do and well, for his firstborn son. And I'll tell you, I forgive you your debts, even though I don't know your debts, because my father said that you'd be forgiving them. Because the truth of the matter is, we're all doing all this stuff to each other, because we just don't see the truth of who it is that he is, or who we are, and, well, we get all lost. That old Jesus, he, he told us all the good stuff, and, well, people just had a tendency not to listen to any of it, and when people run around and talk about how it is that we're uh, one nation under God and how Jesus is, how we're better and more and we're going to make America great again. Well, friend, you're just so confused about this whole Jesus thing because that's the problem. When you combine religion with politics, nothing good happens. But that's okay. Okay. Because Jesus said, be in the world, but not of it. So just know that if they're saying this is one nation under God, that they are of the world, friend. They are not of my father. They are of this nation. And I'm good with that. I told you I'm good with that. Because the truth of the matter is, well, I don't expect you. If you don't know Jesus, you should be doing exactly what you're doing. I'm sure of it. The dilemma becomes if you come to know Jesus, what Jesus said to be in the world, but not of it that you need to learn to forgive and to love and not to judge other people. Well, to make, to make this world work, you have to judge. You have to make something right and something wrong. And because it's both, it will be neither. And these are the truths of the kingdom that I just can't explain to you, see, because you want to be righteous. Well, there is no way to be righteous and to be right for my father and right for his kingdom, because in his kingdom is peace, not judgment. And I'll tell you, friend, the two do don't just aren't the same thing. So if you want to be right, well, then you're not ready for my father's kingdom, because I'm telling you, friend, I'm wrong, because the only one that was right was Jesus, and Jesus wasn't right. The reason Jesus was right was because he told you the truth, when they said good teacher, he said, why do you call me good teacher? Only my father is good, friend. I'm telling you, don't call me good teacher because only my father is good. Jesus told us, but the problem is we don't listen because, well, if we believed that we could dare live up to what he said, it means we'd have to make all kinds of sacrifices in our lives and, well, make it about something other than being a servant to the world. And Jesus wasn't an impossibility. He is the possibility, friend. It is possible for us to be more like him. The problem is we've given ourselves a free ticket with that John 3.16 that he talked about. And I'm going to tell you right here this morning, I was reading, and I did read it earlier in here, but he talked about the rock. Some fell on rock as soon as it sprang up, it withered away. Then further down, he talked about um, some of it sprang up among thorns. And the, spor- the thorns sprung up with it and choked it away. And then it said, when they have heard and go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life. So he said that some people are going to come and say, I believe in Jesus, and then they're going to go back out to the world, and they're going to get wrapped up in their cares, the riches, and the pleasures of life. Well, friend, that just defies that whole John 3.16. See, y'all have let those serpents tell you that you're going to get this kingdom in your death that you didn't seek in your life, and that is just not what Jesus said. Jesus told you that the fruit that you eat's the one you're gonna have, and well, if you get choked back out in those thorns, and that's your decision. But don't don't use his name, and well, kind of mess everything up, because that's what's happening. See, I'm not upset that that the world's being like the world's supposed to be, because that's exactly what Jesus said, and Jesus said that we were gonna do exactly what we did. We're gonna tell lies on him. He told us, see, but the problem is that when, when people become Christians, they want to pretend that that means that they're going to get this kingdom in their death that they didn't seek in their life. But Jesus never said that. And what that creates is self-righteousness, which actually creates suffering. And that creates suffering because, well, when you think that you're going to get a free kingdom, you can ignore my father's children and pretend as though that it's okay that they're starving while you're basking in the sun, eating everything. And that parable about that seed, friend, you need to go read that again and again. You need to start understanding this Bible. You need to know Jesus. Don't tell me you're Christian unless you know what Jesus said, because Jesus is the light in the way, not Moses, not Paul, none of them, friend. Jesus. Get your book, your Bible in red and start understanding Jesus. Start understanding his parables and start believing that my father was in him and he was in my father. Because that's the truth. And if you do that, well, then they won't be able to speak like serpents, see, because you you won't be fooled because you'll know Jesus. Because Jesus told you they're going to speak like serpents. That means to speak with a split tongue. They're going to speak half-truths. Half of that truth is that you're going to receive your death if you believe in his life. That's half the truth. The whole truth is that he died so that you may live because he wanted you to look at his life and because you saw what he gave that you would actually look to see what he gave before he gave that friend. For three years he walked this world and he spoke all kinds of parables and things that he wanted you to read. And do and understand. And if you don't understand them, then you should just keep going to that Holy Spirit until the Holy Spirit gives you the truth of it. Go do the things He asks. I'm not telling you to go ask these preachers or your priest what Jesus said, because how is it that they're more of a son than God than you, friend? I'm telling you, there's no preacher or priest on this planet that ought to be claiming to be more than you. And all the schooling in the world won't teach them any more of what Jesus said than what you can learn. Friend, I am not the sharpest tool in the shed. I've told you over and over again, I went to special reading class when I was in second grade. They held me back in third grade. Friend, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. I've been hung up on just about every addiction out there. I'm just not that good of a person. But my father's put me to this task because here's the truth. The truth is I don't have to be smart. My father's smart. He was smart in Jesus. And all I've got to be able to do is have a little bit of logic and believe in this thing called the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to tell you what happens. This Holy Spirit is smarter than I am because it works for my father. Because it's in my father, and it's in me, well, it's getting me and my father to working together in a way that I just can't explain to you, friend, and it's nothing that I'm something, friend, because I'm telling you I'm nothing. I'm unworthy of my father's love just as much as anyone else on this planet. Not one of us is more love worthy than the other. The problem is just like none of us are more worthy, none of us are less either. So each one of us are worth all the love my father has for each of us. And the problem is this world lies about that. It says my father's angry. And well, that's because we hide our thoughts from him. I'm telling you, if you believe in this forgiveness and you give it, and then because you're giving it to others, you then seek it for yourself and because you're seeking it for yourself you give it to another well what's going to happen friend is you're going to have to you're going to start not hiding those thoughts from my father because you're going to start feeling like the son that you are or the daughter because to tell you the truth i don't care if you're a man or woman friend you're just as much son daughter it doesn't matter to me my father's of spirit friend do you hear that my father mother whatever you want to call her him it is spirit There is no penis on spirit, friend. I'm not trying to upset the world, but this is the truth. The truth of the matter is that religion has spun this around and tried to make it things that it just isn't. Jesus told you, my father is of spirit, and spirit does not need physical parts because it doesn't have them except what it has in you. So if you are a woman and you have received the Holy Spirit, then the Holy Spirit is a woman in you. But if you're a man, then it's a man in you, because it is in you, friend. It is part of you. My Father is part of all things. He is not separate from anything. I'm telling you, if my Father left for a minute, all of creation would go with him. There's just no way for us to be left without him. The problem is it's a secret, see? And Jesus gave you everything you needed to overcome this little secret. But you have to do what he asks. And that thought of Satan, well, it has its purpose. And it will betray you. And it will cause you suffering and everyone around you suffering until you choose again what it is that you're looking for in your life. And that which you choose in your life is what you'll end up getting in your death because Jesus told you when he talked about that uh, that beggar Lazarus was received to the Abraham's bosom in the kingdom. And that rich man that had all the things that left him starving outside of his gate where he was received down into that place, the great divide, with much suffering. Well, friend... I'm telling you, I don't care whether you believe in Jesus or not. You better start figuring out exactly what he was saying. And if you've got if you've got everything and you're giving nothing and there's starving people sitting outside of your gate, which they are, because, friend, this world isn't like it's not like it was back even 100 years ago. Now, friend, you turn on your TV, you turn on your phone, you can talk to someone across the world in a second. Everyone is your neighbor. I can talk to anyone anywhere and be looking at them while I'm doing it anywhere on this planet for the most part, friend. That means they're all my neighbor. So, therefore, to love my neighbor as myself means I have to care about everyone. I have to believe all of my father's children are worth love and non judgment. And though I can't do anything for myself, he can do everything for me. And I'm letting him speak through me here because I just don't know what to say myself. Every time I think I know something, it turns out I know the wrong thing. This isn't what I was going to talk about this morning, friend. But this isn't the way this works, see? I told you, I'm not smart enough to tell you anything good. It's my father that knows everything for me. And, well, he just puts it together to me in such a way that I know love. What happens if I'm wrong? You see, that's the dilemma, the Holy Spirit showed me that, well, what if you think that your father is just all that and you just overrate him? Is he going to be upset? Of course not. So my father in heaven, if I miscalculate and consider him to be way more loving and forgiving than he is, well, can I really go wrong with that? Would you really get upset if someone thought you were greater than you were? You see, that's the dilemma with the Holy Spirit. It's just showed me that I'm right, even if I'm wrong. And I'm wrong, even if I'm right. Because there is no right or wrong, friend. There is only the truth you choose to have about the truth you have. Yet I'm telling you, Jesus is the light and the way because he's the one who told you you could receive this Holy Spirit. And he laid down a message, a secret, hidden message that you can have. And because you have it, you will find the kingdom. In his message is the kingdom, and when you get it, and you find it, and you really understand what it was he was talking about, you won't even want this world anymore, friend. I'm in a dilemma. I love the world for the purpose that my father has for it, and it doesn't mean that there's not a part of me, because there's a part of me that's just as selfish as anything, that loved all the fruit that it ate, but that's the part that Jesus said I had to even learn to hate that part, even though I love it just the same, just like my father does. I just have to accept that I can't have my cake and eat it too. And I've got to make a choice on what it is that I'm going to choose and then go with it. And I've decided my father's worthy of his love. Well, friend, I'm down to seconds. So as usual, may God bless you and yours.